hey, it's Taylor, and that's so disturbing. One of my greatest joys in life is to read the content from people who choose to overshare on the internet. And one of the best platforms to find this kind of content is Reddit. It's anonymous, it's feral, and it has a lot of really good communities on there to scour and read and here are some opinions from people who share behind an anonymous username. One of those subreddits is r slash am I the asshole. Most commonly, people call it by its acronym, which is AITA, and it was started back in 2013, and it acts as this community where people can share their real-world interpersonal conflicts, and then they receive judgments from the fellow users in that subreddit. So visitors in this community share personal experiences and then they ask other people whether what they did was justified or if it was the right thing to do. What kind of person did it make them by the things that they said or did? So the verdicts that people can pick from are YTA, so they go by the acronyms, you're the asshole, NTA, not the asshole, NAH, no assholes here, or ESH, everyone sucks here. So what began as a platform to validate or challenge the creator's concern of potentially mansplaining <laughs> in a debate with coworkers has now become a hub of over a million more as the community affectionately addresses them potential assholes. Discussing scenarios from lactose intolerant roommates stealing milk to the more serious interpersonal concerns, this community has somewhat grown into a space that gives people the chance to evaluate everyday ethical conundrums and to understand the perspectives of others. According to Princeton University ethicist Eleanor Gordon-Smith, it allows for people to peek behind the curtain of others' lives and openly discuss their innermost thoughts and feelings. It's critical to also note that some popular dilemmas addressed in the AITA subreddit have transcended Reddit and have been shared on a multitude of other social media platforms. So, I'm going to be one of those people, and I'm going to bring you some of the threads in this subreddit that I found to be funny, and I would love to hear what you think about the situation this person is talking about, and then I want to see what I think about it. This first one is titled, Am I the Asshole for Giving a Fake Name at Starbucks? All right, so... I'm a 22-year-old male, think that this whole thing is ridiculous, but my girlfriend, who's a 21-year-old female, is really angry at me, so here we go. I don't like giving my real name at places like Starbucks and similar stores where they could shout out your name when the order's ready. I can't tell you why. I have a normal, reasonably common name. I like fine enough, but for some reason, it majorly creeps me out when a barista shouts my name through a room full of strangers. I guess it's just some, at least to me, harmless quirk I have. So whenever I'm at a store where they want to use your name, I say it's Tom. That's literally the name I use. Nothing inappropriate or outlandish, just plain Tom. I know they mean it's me when they call it, as I always use the same one, so there's no confusion or anything. They yell Tom, I get my drink slash food, and it's never been a problem till now. A couple days ago, I was at Starbucks with my new girlfriend and ordered our drinks while she sat down. I gave them my fake name, as always, and when our order was ready and they shouted Tom, I went and got it. My girlfriend was a bit confused and asked me if I went and got someone else's order, which is fair enough, so I explained the thing to her and thought that was it, but she got really angry. 
She says it's really disrespectful to lie like that, and I am making everybody in the store out to be creeps who will do something bad if they know my name, which is not at all what's happening. I just don't like it when they yell my real name, so I found a harmless way to get around that. She can't see it like that. She thinks I'm a pathological liar who's way too suspicious of everyone, and I need to stop. I really can't see the problem she has. It's really not that deep. I don't think I'm hurting anyone. Or am I? So yeah, I'm really confused by her reaction and asking me if I am the asshole after for all some reason I can't comprehend. So Reddit, am I the asshole for giving a fake name? (laughs) First of all, I don't think this person's an asshole. I find it really funny and it seems super harmless. Um, Let's see what other people had to say. So the top comment on this subreddit is not the asshole. I used to work at some of those places that asked for names. A few of the older regulars whose names I did know absolutely did not want the real names punched into the system because they were suspicious of the system and I actually enjoyed coming up with goofy fake names for them. They loved it. I wasn't upset. Most of those people working there don't know you. They don't care. They are there to do a job. And honestly, they probably think having to ask for names is silly and just another dumb corporate rule is being pushed onto them. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) And someone else wrote, I used to work at Starbucks. They don't get paid enough to care. (laughs) And then someone below that said, in fact, they care so little that they get names wrong all the time. Yeah, I don't understand why this girlfriend <laughs> thinks that this makes him a pathological liar. Um, I think she was looking for a fight, and this poor guy, this is the one that she chose to pick with him. <laughs> so I vote definitely not an asshole to that. All right, here's the second one. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter-in-law that she isn't welcome in my home due to her jealousy about me being a housewife? I'm a housewife now. I was a stay-at-home mom when my kids were young, and now that everyone is out of the home, I am a housewife. The moment I met Beth, she has had a problem with me. The first time I met her and told her that I am a homemaker, she told me that's not a job and it's lazy of me. I met her 30 minutes before that. It comes up all the damn time. They come over for dinner and I mention I'm tired and she will tell me I don't work, so how am I tired? I have talked to her and my son before. My husband and I have concluded that she is jealous. It's the only thing that makes sense at this point. I've told her if it happens again, I will ask her to leave and the comments stopped for a bit. They were over for a dinner party and I was talking about how I made the pie for tonight. Beth made a comment that of course I had enough time since I don't work. I had enough and I told her I had had enough. I get that she is jealous of me since she has to work, but she needs to get out and she is not welcome back. My son and her called me a jerk for kicking them out. Edit. Not working doesn't equal lazy. I am not loafing around the house all day. I get up and do the chores, take care of all the paperwork, go for the gym, take the dogs out, make homemade meals every day, volunteer, and so on. Lazy would be chilling in front of the TV all day. Not having the home spotless and having my husband have no worries about any of that isn't work-related. This sounds like there's an alternative issue that doesn't have to do with her being a stay-at-home mom or, I guess, a housewife. People in the comments are saying that she is not the asshole for kicking out her daughter-in-law. And someone asked, for info, how old is she? She sounds like a teenager. And then the person who posted the original thread said she's 25. 
I, yeah, I have to say that this woman is not the asshole, but do we have to make an entire scene at dinner about it? Like, can we say after, you know, hey, you made this comment towards me and it's really annoying. Next time, just don't come over. I don't know. Do we have to talk about it at the dinner table? That is so reality TV of them to do it. (laughs) The next one is, am I the asshole for telling my friend it's her fault for getting married and having kids late because the world won't wait on her now? I, a 35-year-old female, have a six-person girl group since college. They range from 37 to 39 years old, and that includes Mary, who's a 38-year-old female. We've been close throughout the years and have been at milestone events for each other. Mary just had a baby and is completely fitting the crazy new mother stereotype. In college, Mary has always been someone who had to make it known that she was unique slash different from the rest of us, which wasn't as draining then as it has become now. For starters, all other women in our circle got married between the ages of 22 through 27, and we all have multiple kids. So the five of us were able to experience those milestones alongside one another and got closer as we shared similar lifestyles. Mary was very adamant about not settling until her 30s because she wanted to travel and have different experiences, which we all supported. Regardless, she would continue to make comments about how she's so lucky, unlike us, because we're, quote unquote, tied down with husbands and babies. I think this is where she grew resentment towards us because we were in different places in life and she was upset we couldn't have our group be similar to how it was in college. Then into our mid-30s, it became a whole saga of she's getting older and can't find a husband because all the quote-unquote good men are married or divorced with kids. When she finally got married, many could not attend because it was a destination event and child-free during COVID. This caused a fight because she said how she was there for us during our weddings but we couldn't put aside a week for her. We had all told her how we wished we could, but it simply was not financially feasible and didn't logistically work with our kids. But she just refused to hear us out and was simply so inconsiderate about our lives and families, saying we were horrible friends. Now, Mary just gave birth to her first child, and I was very excited for her. The only issue is that she moved from our state to a very remote place that's only accessible by a six-hour car ride. Her baby is six months old, and none of us have been able to go up and visit her. I think she's been having a wrong idea of what a quote-unquote village is and has essentially demanded in our group chat that we come up for the holidays and help her out because she's having a hard time adjusting to mom life. But this would just entail we all take a week off, arrange daycare, figure out transportation, and book hotels during the holidays. It's gotten to the point where she's posting cryptic messages on Facebook bashing quote-unquote fake friends who won't be there for her. As much as I wish I could, I cannot physically support her in the way she needs me to do in this stage of life. It would have been completely different if she still lived in our city and this was earlier in life when we had less commitment slash priorities. So I told her this and that if she was hoping for this big village and constant support, she should have thought about that when planning about her life because we all can't just pause our lives for her. So am I the asshole? Oh, okay. I wasn't feeling like that bad about this until the very end. Like I saw how both of them were super frustrated, but then this last part, oh my God, this line. So I told her this and that if she was hoping for this big village and constant support, she should have thought about that when planning out her life because we can't all just pause our lives for her. This is so awful. 
Okay. What are the comments saying? Most people are saying that she's an asshole. Okay, so it looks like most of the comments agree that the destination wedding was a pain and it makes it understandable why the friend group couldn't attend. But I'm looking at this and I'm like, why? So the baby's six months old. No one has come to visit. It's a super long car ride, but is there a flight to catch? I don't understand. Also, who cares if she had kids later in life and didn't do it at the same time? And also, if she made those comments before, that has nothing to do with the fact that she has a baby now. That's a super tricky one. But I think that this girl was, like, awful at the end. I would rather you just be honest and say why you can't make it rather than telling her that she's basically a burden. Oh my god, that one was so painful. Okay. Okay. Here's the next one. Am I the asshole for accusing my mother-in-law of emotional incest? Side note. Uh, these posts that I've read today, they all happened this year. But this one in particular was posted nine hours ago. <laughs> so, this one's recent. Okay. She says, 30-year-old female, husband is 31. These signs were not present prior to my husband and I finding out we were pregnant in December of last year. I've been a part of this family for six years and my mother-in-law was never weird to my husband. It's like as soon as she found out I was pregnant, her behavior shifted. He has three siblings. He's the youngest. And she doesn't act like this with any of her other kids. Anyways, shortly after announcing the pregnancy, she starts showering my husband with gifts. Jewelry, money, literal romance cards. Saying... <laughs> Quote unquote, you won't be able to buy yourself anything for a while. So I want to make sure you're spoiled. Started talking about our bedroom life and how we got pregnant. <laughs> Quote unquote, well, clearly you like bending people over. Started calling him babe slash baby slash daddy. But it was never an excitement over her being a grandmother. She told everyone she was, quote-unquote, indifferent about the pregnancy. All her other kids have several children, but my mother-in-law is acting weird about our baby, not the other kids' babies. Anyways, she shows up in late December and tried making my husband sit on the couch with her while I was having contractions because she, quote-unquote, needed to make sure he was good. And I watched her rub slash squeeze his inner thighs multiple times. Every time she did, he immediately moved away from her, and you could tell it was bothering him, but he didn't say anything. Fast forward to two days ago, she comes by, unannounced, per usual, <laughs> and when she shows up, she immediately smacks my husband's ass. <laughs> She's completely out of character for her. He says, what the fuck, mom? And she laughs and says, what? Then he was sitting and holding the baby and she came up behind him and started hugging him from behind with her full body pressed to him and said, quote unquote, she looks just like us. Him and his mom look nothing alike. <laughs> he just kind of looked at her and then looked at me without thinking. I said, hey, mother-in-law, have you ever heard of emotional incest? If not, maybe look it up and correct your behavior because if this continues... You won't be allowed back. 
I don't want her near my kid if she's acting this weird. She makes me uncomfortable. My husband immediately shoots me a look. She plays dumb, ends up leaving 10 minutes later. My husband won't talk to me about it at all. Literally refuses. Am I the <sighs> Okay, then she added an update at the bottom. I have talked to my husband about it at least twice, and I told him I was going to say something if he didn't. That was months ago prior to having the baby. He obviously didn't think I was serious. I don't want this behavior around my child at all. And at the end of the day, she's being weirdly sexual <laughs> towards my husband. And if he won't defend himself, I <laughs> This is so awful. This made me so uncomfortable. Oh my god. Okay. There's so many things wrong with this. First of all, the pet names. Not okay. Um... I think the comment about, like, you won't be able to buy yourself anything for a while. She could have just said, like, why, why do you have to use the word spoiled? I don't know. Does not need to talk about their sex life. And alarming that she's only acting this way with their kid and not his other siblings' children. The hugging behind, <laughs> like, everything about this is wrong. And I personally think that she is not the answer. Oh my god, this is so awful. Okay, it looks like most people in the comments are saying also not the asshole. But like, what the fuck? Someone, okay, someone has a good point. They said not the asshole, but that's not just emotional incest, which would be more on par with her leaning on him emotionally, using him as a surrogate husband. What you're describing is full-on sexual harassment. Yeah, that's honestly what it is. And it's so weird to think about someone's mother doing that with their child. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so bad. Okay, um, I say that they're not the asshole, and that is disgusting. And I'm going to check on that one later and make sure that they're okay. All right, here's the last one. And this one was posted 12 hours ago. Am I the asshole for telling my parents' best friend that she should find something better to do than interfere in teenage relationships? I, an 18-year-old male, was in a relationship with and really loved her daughter named Anna, who's also 18. But then Anna broke up with me for a guy she was cheating on me with. For a while, I was an inconsolable mess. This was my childhood sweetheart, and I was planning on proposing to her one day, but I eventually got over her. Then she came knocking on the front door, and my parents let her in and sent her to my room. They still have hopes that she and I will reconcile. She told me she made a mistake and left the other guy already, saying she wants me back. I told her no. My ex still tried to convince me to give it a try, though. She kept pressing me and asking me what she has to do to earn my forgiveness, so I snapped at her. You have a much better chance of finding Voldemort's nose than getting me back. <laughs> I told her to leave, saying I never want to see her face again. Her mom, my parents' best friend, later visited and told me I shouldn't be so closed-minded. She said I was being unfair since the other guy was really good-looking. <laughs> so I told her that she shouldn't interfere in teenage relationships and should find something more productive to do instead. She glared at me and left. My parents told me that I didn't have to be so rude to their friend. Okay. First of all, this kid is hilarious by using the Voldemort comment. Second of all, props to him for not taking her back. Third of all, why 
did this mother say that he was being unfair because the other guy was really good looking? I don't even think that the person who posted this realized that that woman basically called him ugly. (laughs) That's so mean. That is so mean. I don't think that this person's the asshole. Yeah, okay, so other people in the comments also said she also called you uglier than the other guy. So rude. What? Oh, this poor kid. That's awful. Also, I always think that's so weird when parents become, like, best friends with, like, your person's relationship. I don't know. I find that to be really odd. All right. That's a wrap, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. Just kidding. I'm not going to give you that outro. (laughs) But that was really fun to read some of these threads. And I always love seeing what other people are saying because I think I want to be validated. (laughs) And I'm also sometimes I'm worried that people are going to have like a really horrible opinion about something and then I'm going to be concerned for humanity. But everyone's replies to these situations seemed on par with what was happening. So that gave me a little bit of hope. But I don't know if you're like me. I just love reading when people overshare on the internet. It's so much fun to be on the outside looking in. So I hope you enjoyed that. Some fun, fresh, lighter content until I can get to the next episode that I'm super excited about. So... Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye!